Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to A Few Things, where we give our greatest discoveries the podcast they deserve. I'm Claire Mazur. And I'm Erica Cerullo. This show is brought to you by Avakind. Find out more and sign up for our newsletter at avakind.com. It's officially summer. Oh my gosh, well, it's such a summer day. It's not like it's summer not, solstice. Mm-mm, 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 but mm-mm. by the time this episode airs, we'll be past Memorial Day, which is, I think, for most people, how it, you know summer starts. It feels like summer. It feels like summer today. It's a warm day on when we're recording this lovely podcast. And so in celebration... Um, I would like to give a shout out to Unsun Tinted Mineral Sunscreen, which we've talked about on here before, but I I don't think people are taking us seriously enough. That's the thing. I was putting it on my face the other morning and I just got angry that it wasn't our best selling product (laughs) because we have these certain things on our, we have certain personal care items like the CBD rub, the Roar Remedy, Gumby Gumby Lip Balm, the Soap Walla deodorant that like we cannot keep in stock that our buyers are constantly chasing. And I'm not complaining, but about that. But I that's am, not a, that's not the problem. The problem is that <laughs> this, this is not one of isn't them. One of them mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because it's a it's a facial sunscreen that it was developed for women of color by this incredible entrepreneur Katonia Bro, and she it so it's tinted. So for women with darker skin tones, it doesn't leave that white paste like chalky um, yeah. chalky sheen. Situation. Which you know, if regardless of your skin color, you know what that that is like if you've used a natural sunscreen. But what I love about it for people like me who are, I'm not of color and I have pale pale skin is that it's like a tinted moisturizer. It gives me a little bit of color. Well, but I think in general that it comes out of well, the tube and it, I mean, I think you're, it's like almost looks like something from Harry Potter in that way. That like <laughs> it comes out of the tube and you're like, this can't possibly like work on yeah. all skin tones. And then you rub it on your face and you're like, oh, well it, 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 I think it might. It does. It um, looks so good and it just like blends right in, but it gives me a little bit of color and a tiny little bit of coverage. My and friend I feel Priya so is really it. into it oh, um, yeah. and she's Indian and has mm-hmm. a skin that is, is yeah. multiple shades darker than mine mm-hmm. and it works great for her. Yeah. I just feel that's, like this is the test. That's why I feel like why isn't it just selling so well for us because it looks amazing on everybody. I know. I hear you. Anyway, it's 10% off with the code a few things and now is the time to try it. You should be wearing sunscreen all year round, obviously, but, but you really need today. to be wearing it. Especially yeah, today. today. Um, I hope it's not raining everywhere when this episode comes out. <laughs> 
<laughs> you still got to wear sunscreen even when no, it's No, Claire, I do. You don't have to tell me. Yeah. You don't have to tell me. Um, the other thing that we did to celebrate this this nice, warm, mm-hmm. borderline sweaty day is that we got bubble teas. Yeah. Um, um, we've really perfected the art of bubble tea because yeah. we've been getting it for a while. I was trying to think of when <laughs> in the cab on the way over here. I was there was to some place that we always used well, to get it. But why were we around there? It was like in the Flatiron. Do you remember? Yeah. It was near like, no, it was near Grand Central Station. And well, we, whenever we were around Grand Central Station, we took that opportunity <laughs> to go get bubble tea. And I'm not entirely sure why well, I, or like we how those things coincided so yeah. often. Yeah, there was, al- there was also the one in Chinatown um, that also had that incredible toast. Toast, that milk toast. Yeah. yeah. Gosh, this is so, so much service <laughs> we're providing. Here's a list of places. We don't remember what they're called or exactly where they are. The place we went to today is called Coco. And there are a it lot of great. them. But here's the order. Mm-hmm. Taro milk tea, 30% sugar. So you know how bubble tea is really sweet and so we would for a while we would just be like we just want it like less can you make it less less sweet? sugar and then finally and they would just be like yeah yeah finally someone was like you mean 30 percent?" and we were like huh they were like 30 percent sugar that's less it turns out that's the universal like keyword well you sweetness. can do 30 percent, 50 percent. like you can it's not oh, just i didn't 30. know that well I yeah thought. it's not just 30 you could do like half sugar. Well, so, but here's what I'm not quite sure about because yeah. it's still pretty sweet. Is this 30% less sugar or is it 30% of, or is it 70% basically less oh, sugar? Oh, I, I always took it to be 30% of the sugar. Me too, but yeah. I cannot imagine what No, I think it's 30% like. of the sugar. Yeah. I, <laughs> so suspicious. I also think that, uh, Claire, that the the science uh, that's going into the creation of these bubble teas. <laughs> well, I think that's why more... it surprises me that you're like, you could do 50%. I mean, I'm like... I think you can ask for those things. I don't okay. know that like, that. I don't know that it's being measured or, yeah. or developed in such a way that you could really know that that How like, do you from know place you can to place. Do the different percentages? Because I've heard somebody order 50% oh, really? sugar. Okay. Yeah. I always just assumed it was like, I liked that it was kind of nonsensical. <laughs> that it was like, you can have the normal or you can have 30% and that's it. And that's like, like the like universal. Because <laughs> it was like, makes no sense. It's just like the universal term for can I have less sugar is 30%. I like that there's the idea that we're operating on this 10% increment scale (laughs) and that like any bubble tea place is capable of like doling sugar out in that way. Yeah. The the bubbles at this place are really good. They're the right firmness. Nothing disappoints me more. And I have thrown out bubble tea when Mm -hmm. the bubbles are like too soggy. When it's just like slime. It really grosses me out. Um, Remember... Joyeuse. Well, that's where, yes, Clara, (laughs) that's where I was trying to go when you were like, we used to go to this place in the 40s somewhere, (laughs) and we used to go to this place in Chinatown. Joyeuse in Chicago. Chicago's Chinatown. Chicago's Chinatown. That's what I'm really interested in. That's the best bubble tea I've ever had. But I don't, that place, Joyeuse, I don't think does milk tea. They do fruit bubble teas, right? I don't know. I, yeah. That menu was so extensive. It was, it's oh, but it's it was impossible so to say what exactly they do. And they also, I don't remember what I, I got. I, I got mango. Remember. I would get <sighs> mango with mini seeds because they, the, they had these little mini Tiny. bubbles that were Did like you get the little green seeds. ones? Were they green or black? I, think I felt I, like they were clear with the black interior. They really looked like kiwi seeds. I to think me. the ones I got were like green and they looked like they'd be like fish eggs or something. Yeah, that's I don't like know. kind of what but they had the most oh gosh, I can I can like taste it. And I haven't had it in so long. Uh, so good. They were so good. Um, somebody should write in and tell us one, if Joyce is still any good. <laughs> um, and two, the if they food have was milky, like fine. Milk tea. That's not fair at all. <laughs> what did, I only ever got the fried the tempura shrimp. 
Well, maybe you ordered wrong because tempura What did shrimp, you get? I used to get various eel dishes. Mm, okay. So good. All right. Maybe I got that I too. can picture I know, the like boat they were served in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was also, um, so Joyee's has the walk-up window and then where mm-hmm. you could get just mm-hmm. the, the bubble tea. Bubble tea slash not actually tea. It's just a smoothie basically, right? I think they had bubble tea also. Yeah, they Because I have. had something tarot. I had t- would order tarot okay, there. interesting. Yeah. I really miss that place. Oh my gosh, it's so amazing. Chicago's Chinatown in general was quite charming. Wonderfully charming. The first time you ever met my parents was at that dim sum place in Chicago's Chinatown. Remember we all went out to dinner? Clay Carmody came too. Yeah. And I remember explaining to them that, because you were like a vegan at that point. (laughs) I was. I was was a sophomore in college, so I was a vegan, which mostly meant I ate bagels. (laughs) And I feel like dim sum was a good option because it was like you could pick and choose. Yeah, totally. <laughs> we're not all tied into We're not all hemmed into this. Yeah. I could get vegetable dumplings. Mom and dad, this is my friend Erica. She's a vegan. <laughs> but see, I remain just yeah. as annoying. So they you, they got exactly you've what got, they said. You've, it's, it's actually true. You like went, you dropped it all. Then you like, you were full, whatever. And then you came back around. But now you're, but what you got smart because you're not easily classified. Yeah, there's no, there's right. no single term to no, describe No, so whenever you. anybody has me over for dinner, they text me to ask <laughs> if like this what is, is okay. Yeah. Yeah. Or just like, I can we have this or yeah. do you eat that? Um, yeah. yeah. Which it keeps is... people guessing. It keeps it interesting. Sure. I'm <laughs> sure that's how everybody feels. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. Um, should we bring our guest on? Let's do it. Our next guest is somebody that I have known for a really long time. Like, yeah. I don't know. Longer than I want to admit, half like maybe life. twenty years half or something. Life, maybe. Um, Alex Capano is a family nurse practitioner with a focus on reproductive and sexual medicine. She also has her doctoral degree with a focus on medicinal cannabis. Lots cannabinoid of- science. Cannabinoid science. Cannabinoid. Cannabinoid science. Wow. Reproductive and sexual medicine. Cannabinoid science. A lot of a lot of hot issues here. Clearly, yeah. a lot of questions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, Alex. Sex, sex and cannabis is. You wow. You've really picked Woo. the fun stuff. Do you own that URL? <laughs> Sexandcannabis.com. <laughs> you That's a great idea. should. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. seems like a good branding opportunity for you. <laughs> yeah. You could um, do a lot with that. Can you explain how you ended up with with your job? So, you know, it. I hesitate to say this because I am a little ashamed of it now. But when I started going through school, I thought that gynecology in particular would not be something I was very interested in mm-hmm. and that that was just something I was going to have to tolerate. But then it, it just wasn't that way. Hmm. And I suddenly discovered that I had this... <clears throat> unusual talent for mm-hmm. making a pelvic exam relatively pleasant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wow. would say. That's a low bar, but... What an amazing secret superpower to discover. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then... What do you, you think know, makes you good at it? Um, I think I talk to people mm-hmm. and... You're very easy to talk to. Oh, thank yeah. you. <laughs> um, and I... It, it's, it's really basic to me, but like... Sometimes you have providers who actually push knees apart with their hands, mm. and you just yeah. can't do that, you yeah. know? So <laughs> that, mm-hmm. you know, being a- approachable and, and not mm-hmm. as cold and, you know, making it not a horrendous experience. Yeah. And, and and imagine someone who is a survivor of sexual assault, and then you have someone pushing your knees apart. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. And I mean, you know, I, yeah. see, I see male-bodied folks as well, mm-hmm. but... Um, yeah. 
you know, it, most of the time it, it is it is you know females who come in. So you, in, it, so you you got your degree in nurse practitioner. You, you got a nurse practitioner's degree. Yeah, and then also this doctoral degree that focuses on. Say it again. Cannabinoids. Cannabinoid. It's the emphasis on the that middle syllable <laughs> that yeah. I struggle with. How did that come about? Um, that was really a, a lesson in taking chances. I think so. <laughs> I was really interested in this. I felt like there was so much going on and, and so much opportunity for research and development and really as like something to be a really great weapon for the opioid crisis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, live, yeah, yeah. You know, I think we're all feeling it, but yes. living in Philadelphia where we have an open air heroin market, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's just been present in my life for a really long time. Mm-hmm. So I went to the dean at Thomas Jefferson mm-hmm. um, and I said, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to study. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know if she was going to laugh me out of her office. Mm-hmm. But instead, she kind of like pulled a book off her bookshelf and, you know, opened a secret door. Wow. And she was like, come in. And they had actually been planning on opening um, what's now called the Lambert Center for the Study of Medicinal Cannabis and Hemp. Hmm, which wow. is the first academic institution of its kind in the U.S., or I believe globally. Wow. Um, and it was just serendipitous. So I was the first and so far only person to go through um, under their guidance, and I'm a senior fellow there now. And Alex, that's them. amazing. I know, that's yeah, so it was cool. like, like I just, I just, I got lucky, honestly. Yeah. You know, but sure, but you also like knew what you wanted and to you pursue, and you took, and you took yeah. it to the dean, yeah. and like that. Yeah. Sure, you got lucky that they were already like planning something in this direction, right, but, but not that you were on top of. That. I know. So now <laughs> I'm trying to, you know, ask for what I want. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty important. Yeah. Um, what did that course of study look like? I mean, honestly, it, it didn't exist, so I kind yeah. of had to yeah. make it up. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and it was a lot of just looking at everything from policy to mm. research and how they interplay mm. and how that affects health. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would, you know, for example, you would do like a like a systematic review, and I'd say, okay, well, anything that's on pain and cannabinoids, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look at all of the research from, you know, the last hundred years mm-hmm. and then synthesize that and make conclusions and see where there are gaps and, um, you know, and also just learning about what cannabinoids are mm-hmm. and yeah. what the difference is between, you know, CBD and THC and then these rare molecules that we also know are uh, therapeutic mm-hmm. and, um, you know, how they work in the body because... That's not widely taught in schools. Yeah, so, totally. So yeah, I got, but I also got lucky because they flew in um, last year. Actually, some of the the founders of the endocannabinoid system and the people mm. who you know identified what's the endocannabinoid? What, the, the what? Yeah, endocannabinoid. The endocan- yeah, again, yeah, yeah, endocannabinoid <laughs> system. Yeah. So we all have one, um, huh. and every vertebrate has one, and most invertebrates, mm-hmm. and um, it is essentially all over our body. So Mm -hmm. it's made up of different receptors that are in our brain and our immune cells Mm -hmm. in our inflammatory cells, which, you know, our immune cells. But um, and and we make our own cannabinoids in our body. Wow. Yeah. So we make our own and they make us feel good. And it's Mm -hmm. really good for for homeostasis. So keeping everything in balance Mm -hmm. and balance is like my 
your thing. My thing, yeah. <laughs> when, do, when do we make them? When do our bodies make them? Are they in response to anything in particular or just on a regular basis? Regularly and okay. also when we're happy, particularly mm -hmm. one called anandamide. So that was named for the Sanskrit word for bliss. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, the scientists who found it um, were in Israel, but studying Sanskrit because I guess that's what you do when you're that smart. Um, <laughs> so, so it makes us feel really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you can use these <clears throat> external plant-derived ones, mm -hmm. cannabinoids again. Um, this is so good because I think by the end of this episode, I'm going to know how to <laughs> yeah. say the word. This is so good. And you'll have so many opportunities to use it. I yeah, cannabinoid. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And then, um, well, I, I use it all the time. So exactly. You might. You might. Um, I think more and more we yeah, will. Yeah. yeah. If I'm doing my job right. That's yeah. Right. More and that's more. Right. Um, but we can use these external ones to manipulate the system that's in all of us that is huh. really like, I mean, it does so much that it almost sounds too good to be true. But it's, you know, it regulates your sleep-wake cycle, mm -hmm. um, inflammation and pain response, potentially tumor growth, um, wow. and, you know, mood is mm -hmm. huge. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, the list kind of goes on. The National Institutes of Health actually just came out and say, said something like, I don't think that there's a condition that cannot be affected by the endocannabinoid system. Wow. Yeah. So is there potential for us to eventually be able to harness the, the cannabinoids that we develop ourselves in some way? Well, that's actually how CBD, which is like the hot topic mm -hmm. right yeah. now. Mm -hmm. Okay, you guys are I'm glad. <laughs> We're very hot on CBD. Right. I mean, yeah. you, I know. I know. Yeah. I mean, um, we live in the world, Alex. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Well, sometimes I ask. No, no. I'm always surprised when I hear no, but it happens. Um, so CBD, actually, mm -hmm. that's how it works. That's one of the ways it works oh. is it actually boosts that natural anandamide bliss molecule level. Wow. Yeah. That's so cool. Um, can we go back because you were explaining the difference between the molecules? Can yep. we talk about the difference between THC, CBD, and the more rare molecules? Okay. So THC is psychoactive. Mm -hmm. So it's a thing that makes you feel high. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, um, yeah, it causes intoxication, euphoria, um, but it also can induce anxiety and psychosis. Mm -hmm. And it has some therapeutic effects, but really the thing that it has a potential for that CBD doesn't, other than, you know, getting you high, mm -hmm. is um, essentially creating the munchies. So mm -hmm. if you need to induce if your people appetite. people aren't eating. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So THC is good for that. But CBD does, is not psychoactive, even at really high doses. Mm -hmm. And it's actually anti-anxiety and anti-psychotic. So it, it blocks some of those more dangerous hmm. effects from right. THC. Really potent anti-inflammatory agent. Mm -hmm. um, so that's the two biggest differences between those mm -hmm. two molecules. And they're really the most abundant ones mm -hmm. and, the, and the most well understood but then we have um, something like THCV, which is a different cannabinoid. Mm. And we're, you know, investigating, is that something that can decrease blood glucose um, and be an option for, you know, diabetes. diabetes. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Um, and even even more fun words, mm -hmm. the, the terpenes and the flavonoids. Wow. That <sighs> Keep are, them coming. Yeah. Um, one called beta-caryophylline. Yeah. Um, they... <laughs> They have therapeutic effects, and they're not even cannabinoids, but they're derived from the plant. So there's, it's it's going to be a long time before we really understand everything, but it's exciting. Um, what can cannabinoids be derived from? Essentially, hemp and marijuana. Yeah, 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 yeah. And what's yeah. the difference between hemp and marijuana? So 
hemp, they're both part of the cannabis family. Mm -hmm. So I say cannabis now all the time and I'm like, mm -hmm. I swear I'm not being pretentious. It's just that. Yeah. I, <laughs> I may be talking about hemp as well. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Um, so marijuana has higher levels of THC mm -hmm. and hemp by definition has 0.3% THC or okay. less. Okay. Okay. Got it. Got it. So, yeah. Um, what do you think are the sort of medical conditions with the most potential to be impacted by the science? Uh, I think pain, sleep, and mood mm -hmm. are the three biggest, mostly because we're all suffering from one of those issues, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they're and they often travel together. Yeah. Um, and I think that this is a really exciting opportunity to have something as a substitute or an adjunct for narcotics and mm -hmm. benzos, you know, different prescription meds that people are using for those conditions. Um, that's where I see the most use. But there actually is a huge number of receptors in the female reproductive system hmm. huh. for cannabinoids. Hmm. Um, and it does influence fertility in, in both male and female-bodied people. So wow. um, I'm really excited to, to see what treatments we can come up with mm -hmm. as far as, you know, treating pain and, and fertility yeah. issues, mm -hmm. but also, you know, uh, giving some pleasure. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah, if yeah. we, if we had, you know, a good lube with mm -hmm. some CBD yeah, in it yeah. and it could be like a female Viagra. So can you talk a little bit about the business opportunities in this? Cause you're a little, you're, you're, you're involved. <laughs> you're, you're right. You've got some, you've got some things happening yes. that you're working on. So I'm the medical director for a company that is called Ecofiber Industries. Okay. And they own several companies. And um, right now we're working on, we have, you know, CBD oil and we have mm -hmm. a permit to grow and process yeah. in the U.S. So we can actually work in all 50 states. Oh, that's amazing. Um, and we're looking, you know, at rare cannabinoids and mm -hmm. our chairman gave a huge grant for research, which is how I got connected with them. So I'm doing some clinical trials this year. Awesome. Um, but we're also... It's not me mm -hmm. because I'm not a textile engineer, <laughs> but there's this guy named Mark Sunderland who's brilliant and I never understand what he's saying. And he has found a way to nano spin. What hmm. does that even mean? Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> You're like, like I said, I don't know. Yeah, I don't say. know. I just know the word. They spin yeah. it a lot. Okay. Uh -huh. um, and it's very, and it's very small. fine fibers. <laughs> okay. And um, essentially make really high quality clothing from hemp that is so sustainable that like you could compost your coat. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. Um, what women's health conditions or concerns did you see um, get overlooked or misdiagnosed or um, ignored? Oh, endometriosis all yeah. the time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like pain generally with women. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, uh, you know, the, the medical community does a bad job of listening mm -hmm. to women about yeah. their pain. Yeah. Um, so endometriosis, absolutely. And, you know, it's not a, quite a clinical condition, mm -hmm. um, but I think that we do not do a great job of screening for, you know, abuse yeah. and mm -hmm. intimate partner relationships. And that was something I started seeing really frequently and became part of my practice area just mm -hmm. because, you know, if you ask the question, you are surprised with how much you hear and then you're that resource. Mm. So I think that that's something that it's underdiagnosed, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you? Oh, go ahead. Yeah. How do you know what sort of questions to ask yeah. in those settings without feeling like you're stepping over a line? I mean, ideally, you just have the rapport. <clears throat> mm -hmm. I mean, I'm asking people really personal questions mm -hmm. um, about, you know, their 
sex lives and right. their fluids. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you just get personal so like, real quick. It's, yeah, it's personal. Yeah. 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 Um, and it, usually it's it's well received. That's good. Yeah. Um, if people want to volunteer that information, how do they get comfortable talking about things when they're maybe when they're like when the their medical practitioner isn't asking them? Therapy. Yeah. 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 Um, can you talk a little bit about how you take care of yourself personally? Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> I wish. I mean, you know, we, I w- could probably improve. <laughs> we all could. We all have room for improvement. I, you know, I think that taking care of yourself is kind of basic. Sometimes mm-hmm. these things are hard to achieve, but if you sleep, mm-hmm. exercise, hydrate, and you know, for bonus points, meditate, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. then you know you're gonna feel pretty good. Yeah. And eat real foods. That's yeah. that's a big part of it as well. Yeah. Um, and you know, like you don't need a cleanse. Right. Yeah. You have a liver and kidney that will kidneys, mm-hmm. I do, you know, maybe. <laughs> um that will at do that. Yeah. 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 at least one. Yeah. Yeah. You have at least one. Um, yeah. So it's like just it's lifestyle. Yeah. Pretty simple. How much do you sleep? Um, I was wondering that too. I sleep eight hours a night. That's good. <sighs> that's so great. That's so good. Good for you. I'm um I need to. I'm yeah. a toddler. I feel like that too. I feel like if yeah. yeah, if I get like less than seven and a half, I I like start feeling it. Yeah. 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 Um, what do you do for so exercise? Impressive. I do a lot of Pilates. Mm. Me too. Yeah. No, I love it. <laughs> it's it's really good for me. I have actually some pain, uh. and I have had it. I mean, for as long as I've known Claire, mm. so you can yeah. imagine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Since you were born. Yeah. 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 Um, but Pilates is the only thing that really helps. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Look and CBD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so you do some work with contraception access. Can you tell us about it? Yes. So my clinic is a Title X clinic. What's that? That means that you have a grant mm-hmm. to provide reproductive, comprehensive reproductive care hmm. to, and that includes, you know, STD testing mm-hmm. and also access to contraception. Amazing. So, um, for people who can maybe not afford it mm-hmm. or aren't insured, um, we can provide that same day. So, you know, you could come in and, and get an IUD in the same day and an, wow. as a new patient. Um, and also, it means that I am allowed to treat people who are under 18 confidentially. Hmm. So, you um, essentially have power over your sexual health um or you should Mm -hmm. from a very young age so if if a 15 year old comes in and says i i want contraception Mm -hmm. but i'm from a family that will not you know provide that but look i'm going to have sex anyway like this is what i'm doing Yeah, Yeah. yeah 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 i can i can give that to her that's great um that's amazing yeah how do people find a title 10 clinics um if they were ever looking can you? Yeah. yeah. So, um, well, obviously, Planned Parenthood is titled. Yeah, 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 that's what it is. Um, and then different regions have um, like organizations that essentially give out this funding okay. so you can find yours. Yeah. So it's by state? Yes. Okay. It is by state. Got it. Is, do you want to say what yours is in Philadelphia, in case any of our listeners are in Philadelphia? Uh, sure. It's called Smedley Wellness Center. And it's in Philadelphia. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Amazing. That's so um, great. Thanks for coming on, Alex. Thank um, you for having me. Yeah. 
Um, we loved having you. That's the show. You can listen to us wherever podcasts are found, like Stitcher, iTunes. Leave us a review. And now Spotify. Follow us at Of A Kind on Instagram and Twitter and like our Facebook page. If you have ideas or requests for the show, email them to a few things at ofakind.com. To advertise on our podcast, email advertising at ofakind.com. Our intro music, Butterfield East, and is written and performed by the Soulful Saints. Our audio editing is done by Liz Smith, and we record at Showbiz Studios in the East Village. So many of you guys write in and ask about our theme song. It is called Butterfield East, and it is composed and performed by the Soulful Saints. You can check them out over at DallaRecords.com. That was a HeadGum Podcast.